Wise Turtle Speaks is a series of offerings merging philosophy, physics, math, biology, psychology, sociology, education, art, politics, and even love together. We will explore the patterns of our consciousness as it moves through space and time and use those patterns to better understand and solve our problems in all four dimensions of the universe. Namaste. follow up on the last couple of ones with personality um, categories and do a little bit of an overlapping theory of mine, which is actually far older. Um, and I hadn't actually looked at it in quite a while. And so I, I just went and re-updated um, the diagram for this one with uh, my more recent understandings of, of everything. <laughs> my, my favorite everything. Um, so today's topic is specifically uh, what I call Maslow 2.0, which is my version of uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which you might be familiar with. Um, Maslow's hierarchy is a little bit controversial, although I think the people who um, are frustrated with it uh, don't really understand it, and it may not be presented in as, as clear a way as it could be. Um, but the basic idea is just that there are needs that have to be met before other needs can be met, uh, or before other needs um, are interesting to us. You know, so if you're, if you're, you're, if you don't have any air, for example, you know, you're, you're going, you're not going to have a whole lot of time to focus on, you know, uh, reading some literature and, you know, discussing the merits of Shakespeare or something like that. You know, there, there, there are needs at the very basic level of human uh, function. And then there are higher needs that only really get motivated to turned on um, when our earlier needs are met. Of course, even on a, on a momentary basis, we go up and down Maslow's hierarchy, you know, focusing on different things depending on what we need at the moment. Um, but uh, we go through these stages actually in our life. As far as I can understand, um, these stages are actually um, physical stages in the brain of aware so that our awareness of what we need continues to expand and grow and develop um, into more and more complexity and that's what I'm going to talk about today. So this is uh, the, the hierarchy of needs Maslow 2.0 um, which also relates to another diagram I have called the development of conscious awareness in humans. Um, both of these should be available um, in the show notes. If you can't see them in the show notes, please let me know if you have any idea of how I can make it more obvious in the show notes. I, I'm not quite sure how how this thing is working. It, it, it cuts off my blog posts. Um, you can always go to my blog, uh, which you can get there via Turl, T-U-R-I-L dot org. That's on WordPress. Um, so you can always get the full blog entry with those. And um, if you're accessing this through an RSS feed or a, or a podcast feed. Um, so anyway, I'm going to start off and I'm going to go through these hopefully as quickly as possible. Um, they're kind of in-depth and this uh, process, as far as I understand it, is um, a fairly simple process of waves of different levels of complexity, um, as I spoke about in the personality uh, topic. Um, last two episodes, um, I categorize things in in 
two dimension in, in one dimension with two ends of each dimension. So um, for first person, you can either focus on inputs, uh, contraction, material stuff, um, or you can focus on expansion, outputs, um, energy stuff. And those are the two kinds of things that we can focus on at any given point in time, at any given level of our awareness. And from what I can see, it looks like our brains actually develop in a, in a totally linear way as far as um, literally the binary numbers. Um, if you're counting starting at zero and you go one, two, three, four, five, of course, in binary, that would be zero, one, one, zero, one, 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 zero, zero, one, zero, one, and so on. Um, look up the binary numbers and, and it, it takes a little while. I, I'm still not totally used to counting in binary so if you never get used to it that's totally fine. Um, but the basic idea is it's a wave. You can look at these things as waves and I, I do have a wave diagram. If you're curious about that email me or contact me on reddit. Um, I'm user turl at reddit. Uh, so um, there, is a, there is a wave pattern which is pretty funky uh, that I like that also coincides with the um, MBTI personalities. Um, but it is not that useful. <laughs> it's just kind of cool looking. So anyway, so the, these waves, these, these fluctuations of inputs and outputs of how we focus on ever-expanding levels of complexity with first-person, second-person, third-person, and fourth-person dimensions of our awareness. And, and those, those four levels are in our brain uh, related to the first-person is our physical um, brainstem and the motor cortex, the very basic stuff of our brain that functions, that, that controls the functions of our physical body, um, unconsciously, entirely unconsciously. Um, also called the lizard brain sometimes. And, um, and then the second, the second level, second person is emotional, and that's our limbic system and other connections dealing with uh, relating to others and how we interact with others and how, we, how others feel and how we internalize what others are feeling and thinking and what they are. And then third person is um, the intellectual uh, three-dimensional objective approach where we can see things from not just ourselves and another individual's perspective but a third perspective as well so that you know it all sort of cycles around so you can literally see objectively um, triangulate your awareness of something. And then the, the final fourth stage, um, which shows up in the, um, oh, and the third stage is just the regular cortex of our brain that, that all primates and possibly some other mammals, maybe birds, it's hard to tell. Um, but definitely in primates, we have the, the, the neocortex, they call it the new cortex, um, which, is, which is the main part of the brain um, that has pretty much all of our regular conscious thoughts. And then there's the prefrontal cortex and specifically for fourth person perspective I say that it's probably not just pre prefrontal cortex but it's actually the the uh, lateral sides of the prefrontal cortex which um, in normal human speak is the the uh, the front two sides of your of your head. So you're you know, the, the left side of your forehead and the right side of your forehead. And they actually talk to one another back and forth once you hit a certain age, a certain development in your brain. Um, but that comes 
fairly late and we'll talk about that. Okay, so I'm going to quickly hopefully go through um, all of these stages and if you're looking at the diagram Maslow 2.0, um, also called the Human Hierarchy of Needs, I've just updated it. Hopefully you're looking at version 15.6, which if you're confused about my version numberings, it's literally just the year and the month. Um, so that's 2015, uh, June, <laughs> which I've just done it. So if you're not looking at that diagram with that that date on it, that version on it, um, please do go find it. It's linked um, on my blog post, and I've updated it on thewiseturtle.com. Um, that is the most update one, updated one with the correct ages, the correct numbers, <laughs> and I've updated some of the terminology uh, to be, actually a lot of the terminology, to just be more in line with what I understand these things are. Okay. Starting at level zero. Why level zero? Because there has to be a level zero because you know what? We're actually being developed before we're born. Shocker, isn't it? There's this fetal stage to human beings and, you know, most other, certainly all of our other mammals and, uh, you know, birds and their eggs and so on and so forth. So we have a stage zero, which is before we're born, but while we're still developing. I call that, now I call that the material need stage. I called it energy um, because it was, a, it was, Inputting stuff, inputting stuff to give you energy, but um, I, I think it's better to just say this is the stage where you literally build your physical body, where the, there's physical stuff going in and it is being used to construct yourself. Um, all the inputs, it's all about physical inputs, it's all about, you know, matter going into this little fetus and, and it growing. Um, and this is a stage that once we are born, so from, from conception to birth is uh, the, the full material needs stage, but um, we never leave that. We never stop needing inputs. We never stop needing to, to take in, um, you know, matter into our, into our system, you know, food and water and air and so on and so forth. Um, so we always go up and down the, the pyramid here. We always, you know, need to revisit things on a momentary basis depending on what we need. Um, so so don't get hung up in that these are the only time periods that you're going to be focused on this. But this is the time period, these are the time periods where you're specifically focused on it most of the time, the majority of the time. And once you grow older, you start focusing on other things most of the time, but you always revisit your, your old needs as well. Um, they're cumulative, I guess is a good way of saying it. Okay, so once you're born, once you've hit uh, your, your first nine months of existence before you're actually born, um, and that's our, if you're looking at this, uh, this is the Fibonacci stage, and um, there's no guarantee that this is an actual fact or that it's any reason for me to actually be saying this, except that it seemed to work really well, and I've tested it out for many, many years. Someone suggested it to me, and, um, and I was like, hey, you know, this looks really useful. Let's try it out, and everything I have seen from psychology to neurology to development um, seems to show that this is how our brain develops. So I'm going with it. If you have any suggestions or ideas or contradictory information, please do contact me. Um, I'll give my contact at the end of this. Um, but anyway, so we use that nine-month stage as the first, uh, the first number in the Fibonacci sequence, essentially. So it's the first one. So if you, you know, Fibonacci, uh, you can look it up, but it, it's, it's an additive process. Um, of growth and it expands things out in a spiral. Um, it, uh, Fibonacci sequence makes the golden mean spiral, which is kind of cool. 
can explore that. Um, but anyway, so, so we take that first nine months and then our second nine months of, of life, once we're born, I call that stage one, and um, Maslow calls, calls this the, free, the um, safety needs, whereas I've re-termed it freedom needs because um, I don't think we actually need safety needs per se, we, you know, because if, if we really needed safety, then locking ourselves in a padded room with nothing there but a low light bulb and, you know, enough air and water and food to survive on, you know, that would be quite safe. But that's not what we need, you know. We would go insane if we had only that. And in fact, um, you know, history has shown that, that infants who are abandoned and not interacted with and, and literally only have the absolute basic needs... Um, they they might be safe physically, but they um, they are mentally and and physically even growth wise uh, stunted. So it's not safety that we need per se. It's freedom to escape things that are dangerous. It's freedom to express ourselves, to move around, to um, output ourselves, and be ourselves. To to physically be ourselves. To pee and poop and sweat and yell and scream and you know laugh and cry and you know everything that our bodies express and output. So this is the output stage. Okay, um, that's birth to nine months. Then from nine months to 27 months, um, Maslow and I also, I'm happy to call this belongingness. Uh, he called it love and belongingness. I just couldn't fit the word love on there. Although I think everything is love. So, um, you know, anytime someone's taking care of you in any way, it's love. Um, belongingness makes more sense in, in this aspect because it's uh, a connection with another individual and that individual does not I always have to repeat this does not have to be a human being um, any other individual person place thing um, animate inanimate whatever there's just there needs to be a connection with someone else some other thing that um, somehow resonates with oneself and in this case uh it's someone who, at this level, at the, the level two, is someone who um, can support your needs, your, your input needs, um, your material needs, so that this other individual has to be offering something that you need. Um, so once that's set, once you've, you've passed your nine months to 27 month stage of belongingness and you've hopefully, you know, had someone there supporting your physical input needs, uh, then you can move on to effectiveness needs. Um, and this is 27 months to four and a half years. So basically the, the awesome uh, late toddler to preschool age, um, which is one of my favorite stages. Uh, There's ju just so much fun. And that's because effectiveness is it's a very boring term for this stage. Um, what it really is is this, this absolute desire to collaborate with others and to create stuff and to um, find, you know, just fun things to do with other individuals so that you're both um, expressing yourselves in, in, a, in a collaborative way. Um, you find something that, that works for both of you and then you just go do it. You play a game, you, you build stuff, you, you know, explore, you ask questions, you, you know, whatever. You just, you're just making cool stuff and doing cool stuff together. And once that stage is done, once you start hitting, you know, you get out of your preschool ages and you start into your elementary school, um, so the stage four is what I call community. Um, it's, again, kind of a boring term, but um, 
this really is where you finally, from four and a half years to 8.25 years, um, I hate being that precise, but that's what the numbers say. Um, this is the time when you're really exploring outside of your closest companions, you know, your the, the, the previous physical and emotional stages, the first two are physical, the second two are emotional um, stages, and then now that we're heading into these intellectual stages, it's third person perspective, and you're really starting to look outside of the people who are so close to you, you know, your parents and, and you know, siblings and best friends and maybe you know very close teachers you're starting to really explore you know oh this, this sort of wide-ranging community your neighbors and and you know even even really paying attention to um media um news stories and history and things like that just basically looking at what the rest of this world has to offer um and what's out there and you know is it useful to me and my family and my friends and that sort of thing and then we move on um from a uh it's level five which is age eight to 14.25 years so this is the preteen tween and young very young teen age um, and I call this the uniqueness stage and this is where um, it's it's third person but you're you're outputting your for yourself and you're looking at um, society's communities output and how that can serve your your very close companions your your best friend your parents your siblings um, the people you care about most you're, you're looking to collaborate with outside outside society um, to do something new and interesting to help the people you really care about now um, moving up to level six we have 14.25 years to 24 years old and this is obviously the teens um, high school college age and just slightly beyond you know grad school maybe age working years um, and this I call the diversity stage and this is this is an in, a personal input so it's first person input but um, second and third person output so you're looking at what everyone else is doing and a lot of people get confused by this. Um, this is a fairly hard set neurological um, stage that, that I, as far as I'm aware of, uh, where pretty much all the, the research that's been done says that this is the time when, as they say, the brain prunes excess neurons, unused stuff, gets rid of it. Um, so you're, you're contracting into yourself and you're, you're getting rid of this excess crap uh, that's in your brain and a lot of people get confused by this because they say teenagers are quote what's the famous term lazy well that's you know something I can't say on friendly radio podcast terms here but you know that's just silly uh, teenagers are not lazy teenagers are absorbing curious amazing beings who are trying to learn everything they possibly can learn about the world about everything the diverse range of ideas and culture and technology and just looking at absolutely everything and figuring out how it's going to help them be better people they're finding themselves 
in society as well as in their families so they and their close friends so it's this is a really a really wild time as you know um but i think it is just such a disservice to say that teenagers are lazy or um you know or just flighty or whatever well that's they're supposed to be they're supposed to be inward focused and exploring and not creating at this stage it's not an output stage so if you ever see a late teenager to young adult you know up to 24 or 25 years old you know don't tell them what to do ask them what they've seen what they've learned and you know you might have something really successful there okay moving on to level seven innovation um i just re-termed this um it's it's an outward creative um thing but there there are a couple of other creative ones too so i i had left this uh i'd said that this was creative but um i'm calling it innovation because it's not just creative it's it's creative with everyone um everyone is outputting it's um this is the level where you're where first person second person and third person are all you're focused on all outputs um so this is the like i call the generation that um the generation of folks who are, have grown up fairly recently in the i think in the 90s i believe um i call them the the circus generation or generation circus because this is this is the group that focuses on just being wildly creative and innovative and and uh but just doing whatever comes to mind and experimenting um in so many diverse ways so this is age 24 to 39.75 years old uh and as you probably are aware that you know this really is the age you know the the late 20s to 30s is the is the time of our lives where we're just doing stuff we're just out there you know working with everybody looking for to team up with people and, and do just awesome cool stuff um, and that is to be expected however this is the big transition so so far we've had um we've had the first three levels of development physical emotional intellectual so the, the the first three perspectives being explored well this is the big transition to wisdom to the philosophical this fourth person awareness when um as neurological research has just started to show that um right around age 40 exactly on the dot that's to be expected by fibonacci um we our brains totally rearrange themselves and which again we call this what the midlife crisis of course it can also be the midlife exploration uh just just total restructuring of one's priorities and one's life and re-exploring meaning and all of this stuff so this is where uh the the prefrontal cortex actually splits and you can get a full dimension out of it instead of just the um in earlier ages the prefrontal cortex functions as one single unit but once you hit around age 40 it splits into two separate units the left and the right prefrontal cortex the temporal um prefrontal cortex um you get 
the ability to see things in fourth-person perspective, which means you get to see things not just subjectively, but as those different objects relate to one another through time. So you can actually really explore fully cultural, philosophical ideas as they change over time. Um, and so at level eight, which is uh, 39.75 to 65.25, which is not surprising. That's what we call retirement age, right? So it's it's midlife. It is very specifically midlife. Um, this is the soul-seeking stage. I, I've just decided to term it. I think that's the best explanation for it ever. And, you know, you're taking the word soul to basically meaning your innermost desires and, and passion and... Uh, you know, who you are at your deepest level. This is what you're exploring. And this is an internal, this is a first person in input stage. So you are literally just exploring absolutely everything in as much depth as possible. Focus mostly on yourself, but focused on those around you as well and, and your community. Um, and that's where I am right now. So that's why my podcasts and my blogs and everything I pretty much put out there is just this deep, exploration of everything. <laughs> um, if you're there with me, welcome to it. It's, it's, it's a good place to be, I think. It's, it's a challenge, though. Uh, it's a challenge because, again, we're back to um, the same thing that they say about the, the physical input stage, first-person input stage of the teenage years. Um, this is an, a physical input stage. This means we're not creating much of anything. Um, I mean, I, you know, obviously, you know, we can, you're never pure, purely an input stage or purely an output stage, um, but this is the, what we're focused mostly on. And so this, this time period, uh, midlife is this time period of, of inner exploration and, um, and inputs, you know, so it, it's, this might actually be a better time for retirement. So you could have the, the midlife retirement and then go back to work, not surprisingly, once you, quote, retire, <laughs> once you hit retirement age, that's actually, that's our next stage, which is an output stage. Once you hit 65, you are in a, a expression, an output stage. I call it soul expressing. And this is why Hillary Clinton is running for president and why you see so many people, um, at least the people who've been in somewhat of a privileged life and have been taken fairly well care of and and don't have to worry about, you know, their, their super basic material needs. They're, you know, they're fairly comfortable in their life and they can focus on what they really want to focus on, which is expressing what they've learned over the past midlife. You know, once they, once you finish up midlife, you're like, okay, now I understand it. I'm ready to go. <laughs> and you see these people, once they hit, you know, once they hit their 65 years, you know, their senior years, they are ready to go, again, if they're well cared for and they have their their earlier basic needs met. Um, you know, they, they really want to go out and, and change the world. And that's fantastic. And I think it's really important that we start focusing on, on meeting people's needs better at their levels. So, you know, being attentive to when someone is in an input stage of their life, you know, do not demand that they produce stuff because it's, it's, going against reality. It's going against the laws of physics and the laws of biology and the brain. Um, and if they are in an output stage, then then offer them 
you know, outlets for these expressions, you know, offer these, these quote, retirees, their, their spaces on nonprofit uh, executive directors and whatever, you know, community uh, building groups and whatever, let them be the leaders that they want to be and support them in that. Um, once you hit this, now this is an interesting thing, um, you know, as you might notice, uh, specifically, especially on, um, on the development of consciousness, awareness, and humans diagram. Uh, this, there's no reason why this diagram has to stop, why this Fibonacci sequence growth needs to stop with humans. I mean, obviously the universe eventually will stop developing us and we'll all die, but um, for now, there's no reason why we can't keep growing our conscious brains either inside our bodies, if we've learned to take better care of our bodies, either through you know, just actually taking better care of them with what we've got naturally, or with technology, or a little bit of both, um, or we upload our consciousness, whatever. But um, we can continue to develop our awareness, as far as I can tell. Uh, there's, there's no official limit. And I even just saw a paper the other day that said... Um, um, evolution-wise, genetically, something, they looked at it and they said, you know, we could live, you know, f five, ten times longer than we naturally do, um, you know, just based on, on the way biology works. Um, I'll see if I can link to that article if I can find it again. It was kind of fun. Um, so now that we've hit, uh, because, because, senior years, you know, retirement years, once we've hit 65, uh, and then we go up to 106 years and 106 half years, <laughs> to be precise. Um, that's our next level. And, you know, not too many people make it there. And, you know, the people who do, more power to them. Um, but they're going to be on an input stage. So, you know, they're going to be pretty quiet. But they're going to be seriously wise. Seriously wise. Um... So, you know, the, the more we are able to take care of our bodies, uh, this level, level 10, is what I call global connection. It's a random term I came up with. I didn't like the other term I had either. I don't really like this term. If you got a better term, let me know. Um, but it is the level where uh, you're focused on, it, it, this is first person and third person input with second person and fourth person output. Um, so physical and intellectual input with emotional and spiritual or philosophical output. So this is kind of the super, super woo. Um, if, if you're looking for woo, this is, this is going to be it. This is going to be double woo, woo. This is going to be, you know, woo, woo to the second power, I guess, this stage. Um, once people really get in to being fully active uh, into their hundreds, um, we're going to see some really pretty artsy mythological stuff I bet going on um, just connecting the whole world culturally um, religious but but you know a, a, a scientific religion kind of thing probably um, but it's going to be a lot of metaphor uh, based on what we know about science and technology um, and, and this may in fact be AI I don't know um, it's hard to tell uh, and our final stage, which <laughs> kicks in after <laughs> after your 173, <laughs> um, if you make it there, awesome. Um, I just again somewhat randomly called this global action level 11, the top of my pyramid here. Again, the pyramid can keep going. There's no reason why it has to stop. And um, and that is uh, first person, second person, and fourth person output with 
third-person input aliens? I, I don't know. I have no idea what that means, you know? Um, I'm imagining this probably would be the time period where we, we really are exploring new planets, uh, you know, collaboratively, collaboratively working with our, our companions, our close companions, um, serving our deepest desire evolutionarily to expand out into the universe. And this third person, you know, this might be anything. It might be Mars, <laughs> the planet. It might be, you know, uh, spaceships. It might, it might be aliens. Who knows? Um, so anyway, okay, that wasn't fast at all. <laughs> I apologize, but, you know, I had fun, so I hope you did too. Um, and if you do want to look at these, you don't need to know the, the binary growth process. You don't need to know the Fibonacci. You don't even need to know the names of any of these levels. Just being aware that there are these levels, and they are very specifically scientifically um, brain development levels uh, where where our, our brains focus on um, doing certain things at certain stages of our lives and once they sort of have that structure set you know it kind of stays that way for the rest of our lives which again goes back to the personality discussion so these these physical and emotional stages um, of motivations and, and needs um, those are the ones that stick with us for the rest of our lives and are pretty set in stone. Um, the brain doesn't really dissolve a lot of those neural connections, um, you know, after after age four and a half, basically, uh, after the preschool years. That that kind of stuff it, it sticks around pretty much solidly. You know, obviously with some tweaking, but um, they're pretty stable states of the brain in the in the motor cortex and the limbic system. And then the later stages are a little more malleable as you keep growing. So if you are aware of where you are, maybe you can be a little more attentive to, um, you know, to what you need at this stage and, and also expressing what you need at this stage. You know, the fact that, that I'm in an input stage right now in midlife, um, as is, you know, the man I love and have married and <laughs> dedicate the rest of my life to. Um, as well as most of our friends and uh, not so much family, <laughs> but you know most of our our uh, our equals in age, um, we're in input stage, and that may be why so many of us are frustrated, um, especially with with feeling like we're repressed in uh, you know a system that doesn't respect us. Um, and isn't using us to our, our highest abilities. And the same thing with teenagers and retirees. And, you know, our society has gotten a lot of this really backwards. Um, so if we pay more attention to what these stages are, if these are the true stages, and, and as far as I've seen, they, they seem to be pretty accurate descriptions of these stages of our lives. You know, the more we pay attention to them, the more we, we respect them, I think the healthier and happier and more productive we'll all be. So anyway, that was another long one, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and the next one is also going to be a really long one, I believe. I might have another short one in between, um, but I'll talk to you soon, and I hope you enjoy, and if you do want to contact me, um, my the blog is turl.org, T-U-R-I-L, org and that'll send you to my WordPress blog. Um, you can also find me on Reddit where you can join Reddit and 
follow me and chat with me or whatever you want. It's a huge, it's a huge network of all kinds of communities. And uh, that is www.reddit.com slash user, U-S-E-R slash Turl, T-U-R-I-L. Um, or you can just go to reddit.com and just explore without me. <laughs> but anyway, um, and uh, my email is the wise turtle at gmail.com. That's the wise turtle spelled exactly how it sounds at gmail. And I hope to hear from you and I hope you're doing well. Thanks a lot.